Broadcasting from high above the reserve, this is Radio Harambe. Hello, everyone, and thank you, as always, for tuning in to Radio Harambe. Dave McBride here, broadcasting from the Radio Harambe studios, back from the actual Harambe, not too long ago. Just got back from a little trip. Um, and joining me somewhere in the world, back out on the road, which is why you haven't really heard from us recently. Mike's on the road all the time. This is Safari Mike. Mike, how are you? Dave, I am in Nalarbor National Park. Do you know where that is? Spell it. N U L L A R B O R. I I no larbor. It's and it's called a national park. So it's a national park. No larbor. God, that's a funny sounding name. Arbor (laughs) definitely sounds. It doesn't sound Spanish. You know, it doesn't have a Spanish okay. name. It's not French. So I, I, my guess is it could either be African or someplace like New Zealand. That'd be my so guess. Take, take a guess. Um, New Zealand. Not bad, Dave. We are in southern Australia. I, I, that's practically correct, Mike. I mean, yeah, that, are those are the same good. places, aren't they? You got, yeah, not bad. Not bad. <laughs> However many thousands still- of miles away from each other. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we're studying the black swan, which is a beautiful bird that you'll actually see in the oasis. It is unusual for a couple different reasons. Number one, it's all black as opposed to most of the swans that are white-based feathers. Um, also, even though it's native to uh, southern Australia here, it is actually there are actually small sustainable populations in England because some of the lords would take them back because they're beautiful birds. And wow. um, had them on their property, but and they've actually grown to a sustainable population. Also, which is unusual for a swan, is that I mean, all swans or all swans mate, have mated pairs. So you see two of them in a lake or a pond or whatever. Really, um, the black swan is a little bit different in that twenty-five percent of the couples are same-sex couples. So what? Um, yeah, the vast majority of those being two males. It's a little bit unusual, but uh, you know. Huh. That's what we're here studying. And so that does not mean you're watching the famous Natalie Portman film. No, no, <laughs> no, we're not watching the name, which was know. also about a same-sex couple, I believe. But I've I mean, never whatever. seen it. I have no idea. I just remember Black Swan and Natalie Portman. I have no idea. <laughs> yeah. I have no idea either. So I just got back. Before we get into what we're going to do today, I just got back from a trip. Um, uh-huh. Just got back from uh, the animal. We went to the animal kingdom for a bunch of days. Um, There's a couple of things I just wanted to mention real quickly. Uh, One is that um, all the time we were in the boneyard, I did not see 
Pluto there anymore. Boo. And, and I don't know why that is, why they would have changed that. But so I have said in the past many, many times, you know, it's great. You got Pluto there now. Pluto's not there anymore. Um, now, when you were you saw Pluto last time, was the Donald dance party going on at the same time? Yes. Okay, that, so it's I not mean, a question of they pulled him because they started doing the dance party. Okay, gotcha. No, no, no. The, the, the dance party was brand new, too. It was just, okay. it, you know, it was just, just getting in there. Um, but, yeah, it was – so, anyway, so he's not there anymore as far as I could see. If anybody knows any more information about that, let me know. Uh, because I always constantly tell people to go and see Pluto over there. Uh, we stopped for some of the dance party things. The um, the kid loves all that stuff now. It's painful, but he loves it. Um, yeah, I know. I know. It's painful. Uh, so It's all right. It, 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 it's, it's a little um, forced fun. Is that the word to use? Does that make sense? Well. No, not really, because fun is fun. It's like you're trying to, I don't know. If he's having fun, he's having fun, and that's the end of Oh, it. well, that's true. No, no, I don't mean for him. It's great for him. The thing that, the, the, the issue I have with the dance party thing, and I mentioned this last time before with the characters, is my kid is, you know, um, just a few years old. He's, he's, he's four years old, and he does not understand the concept of, we're not hugging and meeting the character. Right. And you could tell the characters are constantly struggling with that, you know, because sure. little kids are coming up and they want to hold them and take a picture because sure. that's what you do with get characters. And instead they're just sort of like moving around trying to get them to dance. And it's so while I like it, I think it's for kind of kids that are like five and older and know the difference. Um, and it's also chock full of these adults who, with mouse ears on, who are reliving their childhood and dancing around. And really, I mean, honestly, it's for kids. Um, but let's well, not wait till you go to Disneyland and you see the the uh, um, Lightning McQueen dance party. Yeah, well, we're going to be going to Disneyland in, actually a, have in a, a couple of weeks. Drive out and dance. Oh, see, my kid will go wild for that. <laughs> wild for that. <laughs> Uh, I can't think if there was anything else that, that was brand new. I mean, I saw the new um, saw the new giraffe. Uh, it was, you know, morning rope drops at at the Animal Kingdom now are just a disaster. I mean, there's just so many people trying to run over and get on the Pandora rides. Yeah, it's still it's still hopping. We'll see what yeah. happens after Star Wars opens. And and the thing about it is, like, if you're if you're like me and you're not interested in Pandora, that kind of gives you that sort of two-hour window right of everybody over there waiting on lines you know and then you start to see them kind of trickle their way over so it's like sure. you know the midday safari line is gigantic you know and the, and and even everest is getting bigger and bigger and, right and you know and and you know by eleven thirty, the boneyard is packed with kids you know and all this kind of stuff so it's it's kind of changing the way you have to tour the animal kingdom but um if you're a fan of this Pandora thing, and and Mike, I honestly, I incre I become increasingly less a fan of it the more I go through it, um, which I thought the opposite would happen. I thought I would kind of get into it, you know, I kind of kind of mm -hmm. like it more. But I, I I have to admit, it's 
it increasingly bothers me. Maybe because I was so salty about the whole Bob Iger's an idiot about intellectual properties thing. That mm-hmm. might have been part of the reason why I was a little more aggravated with it than I normally am. Right. Um, but I, I do, I just, it, it's just a weird, it, 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 to me, being a fan like you and I have been since 98 or not me, 99, um, it's just a weird place now. It just seems so strange. Like you walk through and they have this, uh, this was the first time I saw the robot, the guy in the robot outfit. Oh, really? Okay. Have you seen that? Uh, I don't think I saw it in person, actually. I'm thinking back now. Did I ever see that in person? I mean, I've seen a video of it. He's uh, over by Satuli, yeah, over yeah, by yeah. the, no, the gift exactly shop. Where he is. He's this... Um, He's one of the robots from the movie. Uh, armored suit guys from the movie. I guess it kind of looks more like something from Pacific Rim, but, it, you know, a small scaled-down version of it. But it's... He's trying to be funny. Um... There's just not a lot of whole reason to be funny, you know, and, and it's like it, unless you know what you're looking at and it's something that you're excited about with the movie. And, and I, I guess there are people like that. The The people kind of surrounding him and watching him are just sort of looking at him like, what are we looking at? Like what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, it, yeah. it's a very weird kind of out of place thing, you know, um, it's kind of the next. Uh, what's the woman who. uh Rides around in the ivy suit. Uh, what's her name? <laughs> what's her name? What's her? Uh, yeah, I haven't seen her in a long. No, she's time. there. Divine. She divine. divine. She was I there. Yep. She, no, she was there. She's down, like a rope drop. She's down as you walk in. Yeah. Um. So anyway, I missed her last few times. Anyway, I saw that thing and I was like, ah, eh, so so silly. And then the drum, the electronic drum thing that's there, and it's like. You know, a lot of people are stopping and taking pictures and kind of walking through. And it's like, you know, it's it's, it's cute one- for kids to play with. But the show. Yeah, is stupid. it's it's wonderful at night the, at Pandora, yeah. but it's not during the day. It's just I, I don't it, as it as not a fan of the film. I don't really get it anymore. Like, I, I don't get yeah, what I'm, I mean. I still like it. I mean, I love the Lenavi River journey. I, the, you know, the the. Flight of Passage is fine. It's a good thrill ride, I guess. And, uh, you know, the, the restaurant's really good. Um, yeah, the restaurant still is good. And we, we went yeah. there once this time around. Yeah. Um, and the gift shop is surprisingly Avatar-based. I thought for sure by now we'd be, it would be all full of uh, Mickey Mouse plushes and, you know, that kind of thing. But it's stuck to, you know, selling the Banshees, selling Avatar stuff. So far, yeah. yep. Yeah, so far. So and far, and so it wrong. still seems to be doing fairly well. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's a complete change in the amount of people who are walking around with avatar stuff from the first couple of times I was there. I was in avatar, you know, I was there weeks after it opened, maybe, maybe a week after it opened, if you remember. And then I was Mm -hmm. there, um, you know, not long after that in August of that same year, which I guess was this last year. And, um, it was, the first couple of times, you know, you just saw people with the with the banshees on their shoulders and the the blue tail thing that they were wearing and kids in the blue, whatever. I don't know the name. That's Navi. I'm sorry. The Navi yeah. pe- character things. You saw a lot of that back then. There was a clamor to get those banshees that move around. Um, and it's just not there anymore. Like you, you hmm. see you see some of it, but it's not. You know, they've all been replaced with Mickey Mouse ears again. 
you know, at least that's what I got out of it. I was, I was looking around and there's plenty of banshees to be had, you know, and it's not a problem getting into the gift shop, you know, so it's definitely, you know, some of the, some of the glow has worn off a bit as we would expect, because, you know, in the beginning, the first week or few weeks I was there, there's a lot of the locals and annual pass holders and stuff that are still seeing it for the first time, you know, now they know how to do it. But anyway, um, that's not what we're here for. What no. what we're here for is our preview of 2019, our tradition. Our tradition. Um, Mike has dropped the ball and cannot tell us the official score of last year's. That's his I job. I the score was one nothing. You, but a kangaroo ate my little sheet, and I can't find it. Okay, so um, find the kangaroo. <laughs> See if you can box it. They box, right? Isn't that an old movie? Boxing kangaroos. Yes. Yes. Uh, so uh, I I win. That's usually the, it's you usually did. the I case. There, I remember you had one and I had none. Good, 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 good. So, and mine was something silly, right? It was one of the little ones. We never get the big ones or the medium ones because uh, you and I tend to go a little over the top with the medium ones from time to time. So here's I feel, what I feel good about one of my medium ones. I'll tell you when we get there. Okay, I, I kind of do too. Um, So so here is how this works. We offer our wish list for the next year. Um, In the past, we've done sort of let's look back at 2018, but uh, we're not doing that this year. It wasn't much happening. It wasn't like last year when Avatar was coming about. Right, right. There's not a lot of rumors. There's not a lot of stuff going on. So we're just going to look forward because I think over the next couple of years, that's really going to be the thrust of what we're doing here at the Animal Kingdom. Um, so we do our wish list lists of six things. It's three little things. And by little things, we mean like, you know, maybe a change in a menu, a little bit of, right. a, you know, that kind of stuff. Not not really a new attraction or anything like that. Right, right, right. A medium thing is something a little bit bigger than that. Maybe like we want a new gift shop or, um, you know, a re-theme of a, of a restaurant or uh, something along a, a change in a show or something along those lines. And then um, a big thing is, you know, we want them to spend $500 million on, <laughs> on this item. So that's where we're at now. Um, and so do you want to begin or shall I? I could go. Okay. So let's do it one at a time. Your first little one. My first little one's a layup. I mean, I, I better get this one right. Um <laughs> We all know Rafiki's Planet Watch is down until springtime. Um, we have no right. idea what they're going to do with it. My hope, my wish, is not that they add anything necessarily, but keep it like it was. Not, I mean, I, I don't mind like little tweaks here and there, but I don't want Zootopia the land or Wakanda the land. Oh God, or, please no. You know, anything like that. I want Rafiki's Planet Watch. You know, they could spruce it up a little bit maybe change a little bit of the animal exhibits maybe you know add a you know some sort of couple of hands-on things that kind of stuff yeah but i wanted to cape rafiki's planet watch rafiki's planet watch i hate to say i don't think that's as big a layup as you think it is uh you know the only reason i say it's a layup is if they were going to make it like say zootopia the land they probably would have said something by now because it's supposed to open spring you know for spring break are you are you hearing anything no Initially, they were talking about Zootopia, but no, not nothing now. Yeah, I'm. I am not hearing anything. Um, not that I'm willing to. I did have a few conversations there. 
at the at the park with with folks. Um, okay. And I am under the impression that they are being bizarrely tight-lipped about it, which leads me to believe that they might be rethinking something. So yeah, maybe, maybe. A story by Ken Story of all people. We know who he is. He and he wrote for a, a, a called the Orlando Weekly. Ken Story is a guy who's written for a lot of blogs and a lot of things like this over the years. Um, I've actually been on this podcast too, but but go ahead. Yep. I, I, I digress. He uh, confirms that a Zootopia land is going to be put into Shanghai Disney. Oh yeah. Yeah. And he wrote a story at the too. Right. And so he wrote a story about um that and wh- what that might mean for the animal kingdom. Ah. And he has a line in here which I'm going to reference a couple of times during this podcast, during this oh, particular episode. Um where he writes, let's see, uh, Animal Kingdom seems to be the most most people's first choice. This is for for Zootopia, but Disney might have another park in mind. Recent additions there have meant that the park has seen massive increases in attendance, and Disney leadership, at least locally, did take notice of the pushback regarding the heavy use of intellectual properties in that park. Epcot. He's talking about. Animal Kingdom. Oh, he's talking about Animal Kingdom. Okay. So what he's saying here is that the Disney leadership in Florida has taken notice of the pushback against the heavy use of intellectual property at the Animal Kingdom. I'm going to cue the audience cheering for you and I, Mike. The the, the odd thing about that, I mean, that that sentence. If I can find an audience thing. Animal Kingdom is probably... (laughs) the least IP heavy uh, park, certainly less than Hollywood studios or magic kingdom, which is basically geared towards right. intellectual properties. And with Epcot, with all the things they're adding, like gardens of the galaxy, you got three Caballeros, you getting a Ratatouille ride. Right. I mean, once that's all done, animal kingdom might be the least IP heavy park of the four. And it seems like, again, I'm going to reference this later. Uh, my, my thought <laughs> is that perhaps their idea was this to begin with, and maybe Zootopia, and maybe they're rethinking it. Oh, maybe. Hopefully. And so the thought that we're having now is that, uh, or the the kind of where I'm leaning for now is that, um, you know, I, I agree with you. I think it's a layup. I think they're just going to reopen. But there's but there's some thought now that we, that, you know, there's a lot of confusion. Nobody really knows what's going on. A lot of people thought it was going to be Zootopia, and I mean people involved at the park. Thought they were right. going to Zootopia it, and maybe keep it very. But now it looks like it may be Zootopiaed, um, in as much as the original one was a Lion King intellectual property. Right, 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 right. Meaning that it's going to stay relatively the same, um, but the characters that you meet and greet are going to be a little different. The names of of it's going to change, you know, and that's. That's it, you know, and that's all you're going to get. The question that I have, and I think a lot of people have about it is, what benefit do they get out of that? Like, why would they just change Rafiki to Zootopia? I hate to tell you, but Zootopia, and I know you like it, and I know it was a big hit. Actually, I did not like it. You're incorrect about that. Okay, oh, I'm sorry, but but it was a big hit. Um, And they've also, by the way, just as a side note, they've announced two sequels to it already. But go ahead. It is. I don't care what anybody says. It is not 
as big a deal as the Lion King even no. now. So I don't no, see what they Lion get King out of it by changing it to the Lion King, There's, or to, the, to Zootopia. They're certainly not going to get more people out there by re-theming it to Zootopia. Maybe in the short term just to see it, but 10 years yeah. from now or five years from now, they're not going to do it. They would be better served by injecting more Lion King into it somehow. Maybe put a Lion King gift shop out there or, you know, this is the place where you can, uh, I don't know, go and do something Lion King or have a Lion King dance party. I don't know. You know, anything like yeah. that. It would make more sense to stick Lion King if you want to get people out there. But anyway, I just wanted to mention that I that that, that particular line from that story and that, that I will be coming back to it later. Okay. Um, I think you do have a layup, but... You may that layup may just rim out in the next couple of weeks. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> it wouldn't so, be the first time that happened. Possibly. Okay. What's your first one? My first one. Um, when I was down there, one of the other new things I came across was some great new merchandise, actually, and I'm really happy to report some of this stuff. And 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 the it seemed to be that the best new merchandise was focused around Kilimanjaro safaris. If you go to our Instagram page, which is actually at Disney's Animal Kingdom. You'll see a bunch of pictures I took of yeah, some good. of these items. I bought a couple of them as well. Uh, first time I've bought a T-shirt at at, at uh, Disney in a number of years. Um, I will say, Dave, if they did this last year, and maybe they did, maybe it was there last year, one of your little ones was more uh, attraction-specific, nice merch, well, like in the lines of 21 and Main Street. So, you know that, two, you know so two nothing me. Could be. Because this, you if it didn't happen the, last year, it happened before I mean, it we recorded February, this. So, you know, February, <laughs> right. early February. So. so I think I get the win on that. You um, can, I'll give it to you. I've already lost, so it's fine. Right. <laughs> uh, I am, uh, my first one is going to kind of echo last year, which is that I really like this line of what they've done here with Kilimanjaro Safaris. I'd like to uh -huh. see them, I'd like to see them spruce up the Expedition Everest stuff in the same right. way. There are some new Everest things there. They're not nearly as good and as creative and as nice as the Kilimanjaro Safaris ones. Some and dinosaur I, ones would be cool too. Yeah, but I'm not going to jump off a bridge with that. I, a dinosaur would be great to do, but I think that um, Everest is the place where it really would work well because the creativity behind it, yeah. the theme of of taking the Anandapur rail service, you know that kind of stuff. There's a lot of there's so many so many layers to Expedition Everest. So many things you could do. Let's get off the um, you know the snow team or whatever their things that they've had there forever, mm -hmm. um, and let's spruce it up with this style that they've used for the safaris because they really hit. I think. I mean, sales is all that matters to these people, so maybe I'm wrong, but I think they've hit a home run with it. It's, it looks yeah, they look great. Nice. Yeah, at least what you showed me. Yeah. yeah, they look they look really good. They have a cool mug. They got um, a backpack, couple of different T-shirts, a woman's, uh, you know, yeah, new hats, women's T-shirts, and men's T-shirts. Mm -hmm. They got ones that are like really animal oriented, and ones that are really, um, cool. really uh, ride oriented. You know, they have really cool looking kind of ride thing. Right. So anyway. That's my first one. Let's 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 use that use that for Expedition Everest. Your second one. My second one. I'm going to stick to Rafiki's Planet Watch. Um, one of the things about Rafiki's Planet Watch is I think people blow through it, don't really pay attention to the conservation messages mm. there. Uh, they just go there, do the petting zoo, I agree and, and get the hell out of there. Um, maybe get their Wilderness Explorers badges. Yeah. I propose 
you put some characters out there, maybe Mickey and Minnie in their Harambe Knights outfit, maybe okay. Zootopia characters, something to, to, to draw the people out there, and use the Dumbo-style way of nice. um, queuing up. In other words, there's no queue. You get like a little buzzer. And you enjoy Rafiki's Planet Watch for great a idea. half hour while you're waiting for uh, your turn to meet uh, Mickey and Minnie or something like that. It's a great you know, idea. I, the, char- the characters don't really make much of a difference as long as they draw people. Right. What it is is the buzzer system to let people really soak in Rafiki's Planet Watch. Maybe while they're waiting, they could see a vet working on something. Maybe they do the rainforest room. Maybe they look at all the animals. Maybe there's like some other hands-on things that they can do. That, that kind of thing. Mike, we talk about all the time. That, if they want to get people out there advertise it as the animal kingdom's version of the epcot character spot you know that'd be perfect there's four or five five different characters maybe even put them inside so that it's so it happens no matter what so you can change the inside and make a little character make them animal related you know make them animal related characters you know, you, 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 you can even rotate them so that you don't know what's going to be there. Yeah. But you could do like Mickey, Minnie and Timon and Rafiki. Well, you have or, Mickey, you have Mickey and Minnie already in, in, in the spot in Discovery Island. Well, I have another idea for that. But OK, ahead. but so let's say they don't do they keep that Spoiler spot. Alert. But let's say we have the safari version of Donald and Pluto and Goofy yeah, cool. and Timon and you know, there's so many of them, Mike. I mean, there's so many that they, they can bust do. Out. I mean, the the. I mean, I'm not really a character meet and greet guy, pro- no. more so than you probably. But yeah. uh, you know, but they had on Harambe nights. They had the special like African garb for Mickey and Minnie. They were kind of cool looking. Yeah, that, that would be great. That would be great. Yep, that'd be cool. That would be great. That would be a great thing to do. Um, and I'm sure there's others that we're missing, but there's you know sure. there's 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 a bunch of possibilities in there, and they could they could do that. That's that, I think that's the cheapest way to get people out there and get use of that if that's really what you want to do, right? You know, and make it into sort of the character spot. And I love your idea of who what character you want to see. Okay, here's your pager. Go and do your thing. Right. We'll, we'll we'll tell you when it's time. You know, or you can even do it like the character spot. You know, you basically get a pager to go through all three or all four right, at once. Yeah, right. Yeah, right, right, right. Yeah, that'd be great. Okay, so my second one. Um, I was thinking as I was walking around this time, it might be a time for a little more zazz at Discovery Island. A little more, I want some more food options. Maybe a, a, a little couple of carts there. I want to see them bring to Discovery Island a little bit of Caribbean. Um, ah. I would like to see, or maybe even Mexican, um, you know, oh, you're st- I actually thought of this. This was on my <laughs> short list of backup plans, but go ahead. I, I would like to see <laughs> like a taco stand or maybe, exactly a, what I had. <laughs> or maybe like a jerk chicken, like a, one of the cool. things, one of the things they do up in Kilimanjaro, uh, up by Kilimanjaro safaris now is they grill, they have an open grill and they're grilling corn, ears of corn. Yeah. They're delicious. They're yeah. they're spiced up, buttered to crazy. They're horrible for you for corn. Um, they but, have curry on it, right? Curry yeah, powder. but it's delicious. Yeah. Uh, and the smell of it being cooked, and that's that. That to me, that's that. Those smells are what make yeah it an authentic experience. You know, right. have somebody out there throwing jerk chicken and jerk shrimp onto a barbecue. You know, and doing like shish, cool. you know, like a shish kebab type thing or whatever right, skewers, right, right. whatever the whatever the Caribbean or uh, you know or Central American um, or even South American 
um, you know, thing could be, you know, so, something Brazilian or something like that. I start adding that to it. I was originally thinking to myself that I wanted, you know, and Mike, you and I talked about this forever, having a food and wine experience at the Animal Kingdom. Right. Um, and this could be a great sort of stopgap to that, you know, putting something like that in. In Disneyland, there is a restaurant in Adventureland called Tiger Tails, um, which is basically skewers. And, you know, they have like skewered chicken and they do one with asparagus with bacon wrapped around it. Yeah. You know, that kind of thing. Yeah, that would be that's a that would be a good idea. I like that. idea. I downloaded my Disneyland app today. Go to Tiger Tails. A couple of weeks away. Sunday. Anyway, what is your... And I your will also th- tell you, I, I know I'm digressing here, but yeah. also by uh, the Haunted... I think it's by the Haunted Mansion. I've only been to Disneyland twice, so I apologize. But uh, there's a good place that serves beignets. Much better than the beignets at the uh, uh, at the Port Orleans. I will be the judge of that. Because I okay. have, as you know, a lover of New Orleans... And, yeah, you're right. uh, the, plenty of times. So, yeah, definitely beignet, try that out. The beignets are um, something I want put in my grave. <laughs> <laughs> all right, my last one <laughs> is uh, we all know. Maybe we don't all know, but I mean, it's more common knowledge now than it was a few years ago that birds, they believe, um, were uh, evolution from dinosaurs, evolved from dinosaurs. That the uh, first birds were actually an offshoot of dinosaurs. And there is one bird in particular that is very dinosaur-like when you watch Jurassic Park and all those movies, and that's the cassowary from Australia, from New Zealand. Excuse me. Um, it is a beautiful big uh, bird. Spell that with a C or a K. C. C A S S O W A R Y. Just want to see it as you're talking. Sure. Oh yeah. Like all right. Yep, 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 and they yep, walk. Yep. They, they're flightless, that. and they walk around like a dinosaur. They have a lot of so flightless I, birds in that area of the planet. Yes, I think that would be a great addition. People would love it. They're really cool I birds. I, 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 I do like them a lot. But anyway, that's my third one. That's a great one. Okay. Um, my final one, I, I really do think this qualifies as little because I don't want it to sound any more than that because I don't really mean much. But what the, what I would like to see is the spiel on the Kilimanjaro safaris um, changed a bit, updated a bit. And I'd like to see a little more backstory brought back into it. That's a good one. I like that one. Um, you know, in the old days, you're on the on the line, and you're meeting Warden Wilson, and you're meeting the the Miss Jobson, and yeah. you're learning about the safari and the thing. And we are now at a point where, if you are not in the fast pass line, you're seeing a lot of that, right? Um, because you're online a long time now. <laughs> sure. Um, so I would like to let's tie that something back into the actual ride itself. So don't um, bring back the old spiel, make a new one. I don't necessarily mean bring back the old spiel. I, okay. I, you know, make a new one. Let's have some music back on there. Um, you know, uh, before or after, maybe as you're leaving or as you're waiting, you know, let's add a story element back into Kilimanjaro Safaris. I feel like we've taken away all the story element uh, well, we have taken away all the story. Yeah, we definitely have, there, yeah. there really isn't any. There's no question about that. Right. And we're not talking so much about the land around us. What is this? Where are we? Um, you know, uh, it, that kind of thing. And, and, and I just want to, you know what I mean, Mike? Like now it's just a tour of a safari. There's mm-hmm. this animal. And, and they say kind of the same things about the animals every time you go. Um, 
let's add a little more story, a little more idea to it, a little more, just a little more Joe Rody into it. I would like to see, yeah. you know, and a little more yeah. backstory. Not much. I, like that one. I, I that's why I'm saying I'm not asking to redo the thing. We don't need to reshoot the movies in the beginning. I don't know how to do it. I, 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 but and I only mean a little bit. But I, but let's add some more story into Kilimanjaro Safari. So now we're on okay. to the medium things, and now things one. get expensive. Go ahead. I got one. Um, I got one that's never going to happen and one I, I like a lot. But, <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> so I'll choose the one I like a lot first. Um, we have Caring for Giants, which is a tour seeing elephants. We have recently added, within the last six months, a rhino one where you can go backstage and see the rhino. I think we should complete the triumph, the, uh, tr- uh, the uh, triangle and bring in a giraffe tour. I think you've mentioned um, this before, haven't you? Or did you just mention it to me? <laughs> I might have just mentioned it to you. I'm okay. Sure. I think I've heard um, you say this. You can even start off with, like, you know, maybe a talk in front of the Okapi since they're the giraffe's only relatives. Nice. And nice. then take you in the back to see the giraffe barn and, you know, oh, the giraffes that are back there. And most importantly, which they do in a lot of different zoos, you get, you as the tour member, get to feed the giraffe. You give them, a, you get a big leaf of lettuce and you hand it right to the giraffe. They do that in a bunch of different zoos. It's a cool experience, um, and I think that would be a fun little tour to add to the elephant and rhino one. And you also have like, – so basically you have the big, three big animals from Africa um, that you could – I mean obviously you're not going to be able to pet a lion. But and elephants and rhinos and now giraffes, I think that would be great. I like it. I like it. Um, I, like I said, I think I've, I've thought – maybe you just mentioned it in passing, but um, I, I, I think have. this if, – if they're successful with these things, and I've heard nothing but good things about either one of them, there's no reason why they can't add something else and you know and do something like that. Um, right, right, right. You know, you and I have talked many times about how at the, at the, at the um, Bronx Zoo they used to do experiences with the tigers and things like that, and, mm-hmm. and I've been to a local, tiny local zoo here where my son got to feed a giraffe. You know, they give you for for two bucks. You buy a like a head of lettuce. Oh, they do it to turtleback. Yeah, and and oh, you, that's cool. Yeah, and you go um, and he goes and hands it to the giraffe. I mean, you should have seen what he was like. I mean, the giraffe's head is bigger than the kid. <laughs> it's huge. You know, yeah, no. you don't really know that until it's sticking its face right in you, and you're like, oh yeah, my god, I was such a pretty cool. It was a wonderful experience. You could add something like that to it. I mean, it's really really cool. Um, and I like that they're adding these things that are affordable as opposed to the ridiculously unaffordable Wild right, Africa Trek. Person, yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, Wild Africa Trek is half a day. You get food. I, mean, I, the whole I, thing. I, oh, yeah, food. The caring yeah. for Giants was a half hour. Right. No, no. I, I like that they're adding these options that don't, yeah, where you're sure. not quadrupling Absolutely. the price of your ticket. Yeah. Um, okay. I had a lot of possibilities for what I wanted to go with here. <laughs> okay. Um, I had three or four, and I'm still debating on one. Well, but I think one. the one that I want the most <laughs> is, and it's never going to happen, is I would like a bar <laughs> or right. a pub type of thing, a, 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 even an, a Dawa bar type of thing on Discovery Island. Um, okay, I, that would well, be again. Technically, yeah. The Nomad Lounge is on Discovery Island because you 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 no, no, don't no, 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 cross no, no, the bridge yeah, before no. it. I, I I no no I I want I, yes it is but I would I want an outdoor one. Well, there's an outdoor no like one that's deck. like in the square like by the Tree of Life where oh, I can I that'd be nice where I can yeah where I could sit at a small bar maybe eight ten stools or if I get lucky enough and I can watch the Tree of Life. I could be, be in the in, in the in the in the view in the shadow of the tree of life. I, I 
I would love them to, to put it on back there in the tree of life somehow. Um, but now we're getting beyond medium into into maybe the big. a good spot would be um, actually not on Discover Island. And I would give you credit for this if it actually happens. But in that path, that's pretty empty between Africa and Asia, where you yeah. get a good look at the the other side of the tree of life. That might yeah. be a good. Spot and there's right a lot the of there's a lot of empty space back there. It's a small yeah, path, yeah. but there's a lot of space. They could they could do that. And like I'm again, I'm talking more the Dawa Bar thing than the Nomad Lounge. I'm not talking sure. about a big indoor facility. Um, you know, and if we do it on the on the uh, uh, Discovery Island, we could go back to my Caribbean idea before we can. You know, serve up some red stripes and, you know, maybe do some small Caribbean style appetizers or right. things like that. If you want to have food there, if not just a drinking space like the Dawa bar would be perfectly fine. You could do some great rum drinks and, you right. know, and all that kind of stuff. And I just want to see, a, you know, a spot where I could sit and see the tree of life. It is the 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 most amazing icon of all the parks. Um and people just sort of glance at it rather than actually getting a chance to sit and look at it. And and I would like that. So I, I went That's with that one. I, like I, that one. I didn't think it was I think I don't think it's the one that my, of all my choices, it's the least possible, but it's the one that I le- would like to see the most. <laughs> all right. So let me let me go to my second one. OK, I will be I'll be approximately 10 seconds. So hurry up and pick your other one. All right. Um, that is because I am going to go back to last year and reiterate one that I had last year. OK. And I think this is – it's so perfect. I can't believe they haven't done it yet. And that is we, we've seen these little water playgrounds all over the parks. You know, there's a couple in Epcot. There's, you know, Casey's over in Magic Kingdom. With all the water in Avatar Land, and I, I just don't understand why they don't have a little water playground for kids, like toddlers and stuff to jump – you know, oh, go through little hoses yeah. and stuff like that. It would be perfect. Perfect. And I don't get – why it's not there so i'm reiterating it and i'm bringing it back from the past yeah the only thing in in avatar land to play with if you're a little kid the only thing somebody under the age of seven has any reason to go there for are those drums and they're and and we're even now to the point mike honestly we're only a few of them work well at any given time right because they're electronic <laughs> right, and you know if how Disney a, is with fixing things that are electronic and broken. <laughs> right, if they had a way to, um, I guess it really doesn't apply to flight of passage because most of the kids who would enjoy that would probably be too small for it anyway. Right, but a, a way for like one parent to take the kids over to the water playground while they wait for the Navi River Journey or whatever, or Satuli Canteen food or whatever. Right, um, it would be perfect. I, I I agree, and I think I agreed last year. Um, I I am down to I really got down to two here. Um, Pick one. <laughs> and until I got um, to right now, I was leaning towards bringing back another sort of nighttime festival thing, okay. um, like the sun the sunset festival that they did, and all that kind of theming and stuff. And it's I more th- of a big one, but go ahead. You know, or uh, or even like a, a you know like a small food kind of related festival. Um, okay. And uh, I, but I'm going to reiterate one I'm sure I've done before, which is bring a parade back. If you can, okay. if, if you if if the parade route is from the part of the the backstage area uh, behind Pizza Fari, around the front of the tree, to Dino Land. Mm-hmm. And out the back of Dino Land. 
All right, so like half the size it was before. Right. So it's you know, I mean, well, that's a pretty long parade route, Mike. If you're going walking all the way around the tree and past no, the No, but the jungle jamming went all the way to past Jack and Yeti and stuff. Right, but that right that I'm going I'm not going over that bridge. I'm going oh, over I the Dino Land bridge. Right, right. Uh, I got you. I got gotcha. you. I and, got gotcha. And that, into okay, that makes sense. Okay, cuz I think it's a little bit bigger there. Now, how do you get under the Dino Land area? I don't know, but <laughs> you know, whatever it might be. They they have so many things that they clog up with these areas with these dance parties and stuff. You know, I I don't see why these are better than the traditional cool parade. I, right. I don't see you you're 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 not opening up the the pathways for people because you're running all these things on those pathways. Now, mm-hmm. rather than do those, bring a parade back. You right. know, put it at two o'clock in the afternoon. You know, when the people are done waiting online over at Pandora, they can see a parade, you know, and I, and I think it's kind of like a, you know, the Animal Kingdom is doing a lot of these great little experiences, but a lot of them are in the evening and they're a lot of them are kind of adult oriented. You know, there you, you have the great music and, you know, and uh, uh, the, the different um uh, the show, the rivers of uh, the rivers of light show, and the even the the of Viva Gaia thing is great. You know, they they have sure. these experiences. They're all great. They're not really for kids. I kind of think they need to add something for kids that's better than the dance party deal. And the only thing I can think of is a parade. A parade, right? Because, like I said, I have some issues with the way the dance party, it's, it seems to be geared towards kids, but kids really can't enjoy it because they, they don't do it. They right. can't meet the characters. So let's not meet the characters. Let's line up and see them on a cool float. Um, that That's kind of the kind of where I would like to be. I, I, I think they're going to eventually do this. I don't think it's this year. I think we're going to see a parade again. Um, right. Could be. Or at least some kind of small thing of, of some kind. Um, mm-hmm. And I'm not going to get into how I want it themed or anything like that. I'd love to see a Lion King parade. Um, but I, you know, because there's some great Lion King stuff that they can go with and the music is timeless and it's perfect and all that kind of, sure. you know, and uh, I think, but I think they would have done that already uh, because this year, 99 is the 25th anniversary of the Lion King release, I believe. Um, can't believe it's been 25 years, but it's, I think it's 25 years. Uh, they I believe ha- you're right. I believe it was 94. Yeah. That came out. And I think they're doing some 25th anniversary things. Um, so I think they would have done it already. Probably. Um, and I would if love it was a Lion King specific one. Yeah, probably. Yeah. And I, and I would love to see them kind of add a little bit more, you know, they're doing like a, what did they announce? Mike, like, uh, the, um, they're going to do a dance party, a Kuna Matata yeah. dance party. Yeah which was supposedly on when I was there. I never saw it. Um, I think that was supposed to be the Viva Gaia one. It looked exactly the same as the old one that was there. It just had Timon. So I guess that's what it was. (laughs) I guess my, I know it sounds really weird, but I I, I saw the, I, I went there. We saw the dance party. He danced around with Timon. Rafiki was there, but then there were other animals from other movies, movies there. Right, right. You know, so anyway, I just, you know, I'd love to see like uh, kind of expand the whole animal, the whole uh, Lion King thing. So that's a good one. My big one, Dave. Yeah. It, I know you've heard me say this before. And anybody who follows me on Twitter, have heard me uh, bitch and moan about this before, too. 
in Disneyland, well, actually California Adventure, they are building a Marvel Land. So there's going to be, I think, Spider-Man and Iron Man ride or whatever to go along with the Guardians of the Galaxy thing they already have. Because of that, they have removed a Bugs Land from Disney's California Adventure. I want to bring that to Disney's Animal Kingdom. Um, I want Heimlich's Choo Choo. I want Flick's Flyers. <laughs> it's a small Heimlich's little... Heimlich's Choo Choo. Oh, that's fantastic. <laughs> Come it's on. It's a small little area for kids. I mean, you know, uh, one of the things yeah. that uh, Christina says all the time is this, it's like the one area that you don't have to say no to a kid. Oh, you can't go on that. It's got to be 40 inches. Right. I mean, it's, 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 any kid can go on any of these rides. Um, right. It's, it is definitely geared towards the younger crowd for sure, for little kids. But again, um, I have often said on this show that they need to focus a little bit more on tiny tots as opposed to teenagers who like big thrill rides. Um, I like it. And this would be a perfect way. And they don't even have to really, the, the only cost would be moving vans to tra- travel it from California to, um, uh, Florida because it's was there and they removed it so they could easily put it in. But that's I like my it. big one. I like it. I like it a lot. What's um, your big one? Okay. My big one is going to be a little bit of pontification. Um, oh, and it's Does not going to go back to the Ken story thing. Uh-huh. And it's not going to be exactly <laughs> this, what you think it's going to be. All right. There are a lot of rumors floating around now that with in the not too distant future, we are going to hear an announcement of an opening of yet another Universal Park. Um, there's a sure. lot. There's a lot of uh, um, momentum behind that possibility. And also because they bought the, the theme park rights to all the Nintendo characters, it's right? A big, uh, right. Going to be a big anchor of that. But go ahead. Right. So. Um, I want us to go back to what I wrote, to what I said before, and I'm going to read it again. Animal Kingdom seems to be most people's first choice. This is regarding a Zootopia land, but Disney might have another park in mind. Recent additions there have meant that the park has seen massive increases in attendance and Disney leadership, at least locally, did take notice of pushback regarding the heavy use of intellectual properties in that park. My big thing is this. Show me somehow, Mr. Iger, that you friggin' get it. That you get it. We don't want movie parks everywhere we go. We don't want you to turn this into Universal Studios. You don't compete with Universal by trying to be them. You don't compete with Harry Potter land by opening Avatar. That's not how it works. You're not serving the same person. You're not stopping anything. You're not proving anything to anyone. Disney is the go-to park on this planet because they don't make everything a movie-themed whatever. They invented, like our last episode. they invented the <laughs> idea of creating their own stories, the, creating their own themes. That's what Disney is about. And I want you, I because we are flushing Walt's theme down the toilet in Epcot, we're flushing Michael Eisner's th- uh, idea of the Hollywood Studios down the toilet over there. Magic Kingdom is what it is, and it's going to stay that way, and I think it's doing fine, and I think the additions of some of the stuff like Tron and stuff like that are going to be good. 
please, sometime this year, show me that you understand that Animal Kingdom is a great place and it doesn't need your bad ideas. And I don't know how we do that, Mike. Maybe we announce that Rafiki's Planet Watch is coming back as Rafiki's Planet Watch. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Maybe we do it by announcing that, uh, by by saying something in the press. You know, maybe not every place is good for that kind of thing. Something. And the reason why this is big is because I don't think we have any prayer of this happening. <laughs> and probably I, not. Not while Iger's there. No I depend. I, I debated putting this in the medium. But I, I, we've always said that we thought the, the small things are things that can happen. The mediums are things that should and could happen. And the bigs are things that won't happen. And this would have been a good one for the world uh, big thing. Yes. No, because I'm I, – honestly, I consider Epcot a lost cause. The leadership in Epcot – again, I'm here I go pontificating. The leadership in Epcot has been a disaster for mm-hmm. years now. Um, when you think of a park that has gone backwards in the last 20 years, that's the one. Right. Right. Um, all other parks have kind of improved or stayed static. I think they're going to make improvements at the Hollywood Studios. It kind of dried out, but I don't think it ever really got bad or right. worse than it was. But Epcot went from being this visionary place with amazing food and amazing restaurants and great music and this cool visionary future thing, the permanent World's Fair, to being just this mess, this, you know, yeah. what Hollywood Studios turned into for a while there, you know, or what Hollywood Studios was sort of at the end of the Eisner area, which is, we don't really know what it is. Like, let's let's talk about, okay, so I, I'm... Let me re-say what I meant to what I meant about Hollywood Studios. It started off as this as this place where you know that's themed on old Hollywood, where films are made, and where maybe we put in a few rides that are film oriented. Um, but this is a working studio and a theme park built around a working studio and the roots of Hollywood. Mm-hmm. That's what it was for a while there, Mike. What would you say sometime around the early two thousands? Um, yeah, maybe late 2000s, we had a little Star Wars, a weird stunt show in the back. We had some movies. We had this Aerosmith thing. We were closing stuff and opening things, and we were clo- and, and then the studio itself closed, so that wasn't there anymore. Right. Um, instead of, you know, and now you're walking down old Hollywood, and there's this giant purple hat in the way. Um, you know, they really lost their focus. Um, on what the studio theme was, and I don't think they've ever found it. Now, they're they're making great experiences, and that's great. They're turning it into Islands of Adventure, you yeah, know, basically. is what they're doing. So they're beating to Universal's drum rather than making Universal beat to theirs. They're following in their in Universal's footsteps. Sure, absolutely. And that seems like where we're going with Epcot. All the restaurants in Epcot are not as good as they used to be. I don't care what anybody says. They're not as good as they used to be. The choices used to be more. They used to be less expensive comparatively to what they are now. Um, they, were, they were just better. They were better restaurants. Now they're smaller menus, more expensive, kind of salty, not, you know, not as good as they once were. The live entertainment around Epcot is a shell of what it once was. A shell, Mike. 
You know, it's just yeah, not. We're not going to talk about off kilter again. Are no, we? but I mean, even beyond off kilter, <laughs> it's just not there. Is there anybody who you walk around at Epcot anymore and say, "Oh, I got to go see that band"? No. Uh, I do like the mariachi band. If they're playing yeah. else, I, I but they go back to 1984. Sure. sure. <laughs> but that's it. I I, right. When there used to be a number of them, you know, and funny shows and things like that, they're just really not there anymore. It's sort of like. Mm-hmm. We've replaced all of that with what is essentially the food and wine festival that we rename all year long, you know, and, and, and it's like, right. Festival park. Right. It's the festival park. So my fear is that with this moron in charge that we now, that could, our park could be next. Um, I thought, I think you both, we were both very fearful that Pandora was the slippery slope down that, (laughs) down that slide. Um, Joe Rohde rescued that from the jaws of defeat for sure and made it into a beautiful area. I mean, it's not my favorite thing I've ever seen, but it, it is, it is gorgeous. There's no doubt about that. Um, you know, and I think as long as Joe is there that we at least have a buffer, um, but I want to know somehow from the very top of leadership that he understands what Disney was made of. And this park, the Animal Kingdom, is the last place where he can live that legacy of creativity and of design and of theme and of backstory. And all of that's there. That could be the legacy of Disney. If he's going to ruin all the other places with dopey IP things, go ahead and do it. You know, whatever. You're just going to end up having to change him 15 years from now. Yeah. You know, Um, I just want something. Like I said, whether it be a quote or an announcement of a non-IP related something or other. (laughs) I don't care what it is, you know. Something to make me know that he understands it and that he gets it. And that Ken's story is right about what he says. That leadership recognizes that people in this park are not into turning this into islands of adventure as well what's your world one uh oh i had to do a world one well do you have one i do go ahead you give us yours uh this is actually beyond a disney world i think i would like to see we're we're getting new cruise ships um there's going to be three more cruise ships I would love to see they do Europe, they do Alaska, they do the Caribbean, obviously, a coast of South America cruise. I'd love to see them add that, um, you know, go to Argentina or, you know, Peru or, you know, Peru might be landlocked, actually. Um, (laughs) But I would love to see a South American based cruise added to the itinerary. That was my world. I like that. Um, I think it's difficult to do that for them to do that. But I, 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 but I, because that those are expensive, um, yeah. And they already they, they are would be cheap prohibitively would be expensive. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, it's an crazy expensive cruise line. I mean, let's be honest, folks. It's a crazy yeah. expensive cruise line. Right. I mean, my wife and I have been promising our kid we'd take him back on there for two years now. Um, and you just look at prices and you're like, oh my God, why would we do this when I can go on a Norwegian cruise for a third of the price, literally a third of the price. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I, but I, but I think adding a different type of thing like that is great. My world one, Mike, and I just came up with this now. Yeah, obviously. Um, <laughs> because I totally forgot we even do one. 
And the, here's one that'll never happen. I want the end of this Fast Pass Plus thing. I oh, that's never going to happen. I they spent a billion dollars to make it. <laughs> but they, ha- they don't use it in Disneyland. No, they do not. Which leads me to believe that they realize it doesn't really work. And it's not great. Or they would have incorporated it everywhere. Yeah, they've decided not to bring it over. That's they've true. decided not to bring it over because it doesn't work well enough. It makes it makes it so that you go on three rides and then that's all you get. And if right. you happen to be going up to a park where they do this god awful tier thing, well then you're not getting on one of them. You know, oh, yeah, the tier thing is awful. So the Toy Story Land opened and I wanted to bring my son over there. I couldn't get the fast pass for the Slinky. Right. How can I bring him over there and do the other one? And then right. not go on the one that's got a two-hour line for a little thing. How could you do that? No. How many people are no, going the, into the, the Animal Kingdom is, and not? And because the fast pass is the way they are, it has made the the standby lines crazy long in a lot of places where they really shouldn't be. Yeah. I mean, do you remember Mike going on Pirates of the Caribbean with a 15-minute wait? Now it's sure, like a crazy long line all the time for that and the Haunted Mansion. And that's only because people fast pass plus it. Another good example is Spaceship Earth used to be a walk-on, but now you get lines all the time. Right. And I don't see how it's helped. And maybe somebody can do something to tell, show me how it's made life better for everyone. But it doesn't seem to. And if they can find a way to make it work better, I'm for that. Um, their app is ridiculously bad. Like, laughably bad. We've talked about this a million times. Yes. I don't know how they can't make an app work, but they can't. Um, and until they can figure this out, I just don't think they're doing a good job. With I'd love to just mm. see them dump this and go back to the old something. Fa- maybe you don't want a paper fast pass. Okay, so you get, you know, the day of, you grab your one fast pass when you're in your par- at home. And then you go ride that, then you can use your app to get your next fast pass. If you want to keep it app related, you can, but don't uh, this three tiered three thing. It just makes it so difficult to really, I think, enjoy the park the way we used to be able to. And I I, I don't see the benefit. I I really don't. Maybe somebody can show it to me, but I don't see where they've benefited from. It seems like I'm, I mean, Mike, do you agree with me? It seems like I'm doing less since this has been instituted than I used to. Maybe maybe so. the parks are just more crowded, but and it certainly has killed the spontaneity of the parks. It killed it. There is no like spontaneity in, Disney, in Disneyland with the paper fast passes. Though you could say to yourself, "So we want to do? You want to go on Haunted Mansion? Let's go on Haunted Mansion. Why not? Let's go on Alice. Let's go on whatever." I mean, there's a few rides that obviously are huge, big hits. Yeah. Need, yeah, like Radiator Springs Racers, for right. example. I mean, you need to get a fast pass. For you got to race fine. over there and get it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but. Um, but generally speaking, it's it's really not that bad. I mean, you can, I mean, Disneyland's a little bit of a different animal because the weekends are packed and the weekdays are much more quiet because of right. the, the heavy influence of of the local, local crowd. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So um, if you're there on a weekend, it's going to be a little bit more crazy. But um, but it's so much so much better in terms of spontaneity. The times I've went there, we yeah, would, you know that. we would kick. Uh, you know, what, let's go with Monsters Inc. The yeah. uh, Mike and Sully to the rescue. Hey, sure, why not? Let's go, and we did. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I miss that part of it in, yeah. at at, at, yeah. Disney, at Walt Disney World, and especially when you go to um, 
I mean, the Magic Kingdom, there's so many attractions, um, and you could still do a lot of them. But, I mean, you can't get on the Snow White thing ever. And it's never, you know, and you can't. There's so. What are they doing? Like, what? How is that helping? Like, what? What are we doing wrong here? And I think maybe I'm wrong. I think it's related to the Fast Pass Plus system. Um, I'm not the. I'm not you know an expert on this, but it feels like it. It is because, you know, a long line on Big Thunder Mountain in January for a standby used to be 30 minutes, right? You know, and now it's always an hour. You know, right. always. And so you're not going to ride it unless you got a Fast Pass Plus. And if you didn't get the Fast Pass Plus because you wanted to do Splash Mountain, <laughs> then you don't go. You don't get on it. Yeah, yeah. You know, and, and I just don't see the benefit of it. I don't see how it's an experience that people like better. Um, so that's my world one. And I was that's complaining about that to myself the whole time I was down there. I'm like, geez, this is just, you know, because now yeah, I got paper fast. Because now I got a kid who hasn't wrote all these things before. Right. It didn't bother me in the beginning because, oh, I've done Splash Mountain a million times. I'll do it next week or I'll do it in a couple days. You know, no big deal. But now I'm with him and he wants to do all this stuff and I can't. You know, I can't. When we want to go in the Haunted Mansion, sorry, it's a 50 minute wait at 10 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> In January, I think the, when it's 55 degrees outside. Has, uh, Brian, I think the app has definitely affected these rides that were usually not yeah. big weights, like Pirates, Spaceship Earth, Haunted Mansion, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. And um, I think that's really killed it. Anyway, so that's it. All right. We're all done. Uh, I forgot to tell you about the T-shirts. Um, look at the link in the show notes. You'll see that we're selling T-shirts, great ones. I have some other ideas in the works, so stay tuned for that. Mike is on Twitter, at Jumbo Everyone. You can find me, at Safari. Well, that, is that one of those um, birds you were talking yes. about before? Okay. Yes. Um, and then, uh, Disney's uh, at Disney's Animal Kingdom on Instagram. Go to iTunes, rate us, review us. We thank you for doing that. Uh, we should read a few of those as time goes on just to kind of show our appreciation for the folks who've sure. done it. Uh, sure. For Safari Mike, I'm Dave McBride. Quaharini, go well, and thank you for listening to Radio Harambe. Hey. Ah, <laughs> 